here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe, sometimes called DJ Soundwave, sometimes called other things. Thanks for checking out the show. Final episode of 2020. Doesn't really mean I'm taking a break or anything. It'll just be a couple weeks till the next one. Episode 60 will be in the books when you're listening to this one. Big show. I got my man M. Doc Diego coming on for the second time. He was on back in October. He's got a new album out, French Connection. We're going to talk about that. But before we get going, for all you sports geeks out there, like myself, pay attention. Today's episode is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. If you enjoy this show and are looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you can support us by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and get 25% off your next order. That's podgo.co slash fanatics. Fanatics officially licensed everything. Yeah, I'm a sports nerd, so I definitely uh, can appreciate that. I need some new Cubs gear, maybe some Bulls gear. They just started up their season, so go Bulls. Not so sure if I'm still a Bears fan anymore. No, I still am. Whatever. All right, hey, thanks for checking out the show. This is the Infinite Banter Podcast. Really excited to talk to M. Doc Diego. Gonna play some songs from his new EP with Master Conga, French Connection. This shit is just straight grimy, and uh, I can't wait to bring it to you guys. Two songs I'm gonna play from him on here. Also want to get into the Disney rollout of all the shows from Marvel and Star Wars. I meant to talk about it in the last episode, but I kind of get to a point where sometimes if these things get too long, I don't want to put in too much stuff because I feel like you're not going to pay attention to everything. Probably don't pay attention anyway. The Mandalorian was freaking awesome. Great. I'm going to wait to talk about that until the next episode or two because I want to try to get somebody on to talk about that to go really in-depth about it. So I'm going to hold off. Probably some spoilers. Somebody who maybe hasn't seen it yet because we're going to spoil the hell out of it. So I'm giving you some time. Here's your chance. Probably about two weeks. We're going to really get into it uh, on The Mandalorian. All right, without further ado, also have to give props to my man Rock Abraham, who was on the last episode. Definitely go check out his new album, From the Mud, available on all platforms. I saw it on Bandcamp and iTunes. I've been playing it all week. It's it's really good. It's helped me get that Elmo crap out of my head. So <laughs> definitely appreciate that one. Go check him out. Go check out that episode. You play a couple songs from the album on there. Definitely had a good time talking to Rock Abraham. All right, let's get into it. We're going to talk to M. Doc Diego. As always, you can find this podcast on all digital platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Podknife, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, all the places you find podcasts, the show is there. Follow the show on Twitter at Infinite Banter. The same applies for Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to go on YouTube and hear clips from past guests that have been on the show, which also includes links to the full episode, just type in Infinite Banter. You will find it there. All right, final show of 2020. But before we talk to M. Doc Diego, play a couple songs of his and finish up this 2020 in the right way. Definitely cannot start the show without the one and only DMC, Daryl McDaniels, letting you guys know what you're listening to. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be Infinite Banter. All right, before we talk to M. Doc Diego here on the Infinite Banter Podcast, let's go ahead and play a song off that new album, French Connection with Master Conga. This is the kind of stuff I like. Grimy, dark, as I always tell my man DJ Real One, stab you in the alley type hip-hop shit. Stuff that's, you know, you gotta keep one eye open while you're walking if you're listening to this. So here we go from the French Connection EP, available on all platforms. This right here is Salute a Real One. And speaking of Real One, salute, my dude. This is just, uh, I, lo- I love this record, man. So definitely go check this out. So here it is, M. Doc 
Doc Diego, Master Conger, salute a real one. And after this, on the other side, we will talk to M. Doc Diego about the French Connection EP and everything he's working on as well. We'll talk a little about horror flicks too, so definitely check in for that. All right, here we go. Salute a real one, Master Conger and M. Doc Diego from the French Connection EP on the Infinite Banter Podcast. You're Master Conger on the beat. Get familiar. Diego me. Here to give them that pill yes. They don't do it like this I say I give it that feel Made my own wave like bigger Bell. Bell. Puss behind these bars I'm only getting larger still yes. To get a feature You gon' have to break bread for real, real. That smoking gun from the west side So ill Diego, me, I played the dawn way. way. Brother fell and all he knows the calm way. way. The butcher, huh? Past the drama, me and Master Conga smashing pastas. Back to back, double dragon and contract. Fresh 11 concords, I'm all for Pay attention, I'm all yours. These rappers, bitch, may belong on all fours. And shining when they can't tour. I'm good in the drought. Read the knowledge, and I know the streets route. For your private property, just keep Get familiar, it's my season Fuck you, pay me, it's time to get even They lying, they raps, make me believe it We don't believe them, no, we don't believe them Salute a real one when you see them Salute a real one, y'all see them Salute a real one when you see them Salute a real one, y'all see them Conga on the drums I'm sound bombing, causing the ruckus A black star with no publicist But still blogs published They say the world ended I gotta lay my mark now Cause I want this success when I portray songs Of improv Welcome to my gallery, all my thoughts I brush off, familiar renaissance This hustler keeps on A monster on the scale Just call me Digimon Wait up and get my Digi on I get it going, now these beats and rhymes is still hand in hand, I got it Hold on, it's coming, I'm on it fam Why you copping them chains? Hope you copping them things Because why you plotting in the club and plotting in the range? Penny for your thoughts, hard to leave you short chains Ain't no love in war or fair sports You know the tortoise got left by the hair short Gone Get familiar, it's my season Fuck you, pay me, it's time to get even They lying, they raps, make me believe it We don't believe them, no, we don't believe them Salute a real one when you see them Salute a real one, y'all see them Salute a real one when you see them Salute a real one, y'all see them Radio, the dopest podcast for that ass. And I'm Cool Kim, aka NYOLA Ideal, with that demo music. Yeah. You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now I'm joined by, he's been on the show before, you heard him back in October. We were talking about his album with Manzu Beats, Universal Tongues. He also had Bobby and Huey earlier in the year with Greg Nice. And right now, new EP with Master Conga, French Connection. This shit is fire right here. Welcome back to the show, Rochester's very own M. Doc Diego. What's going on, man? What's up, man? I just 
appreciate you know another opportunity to interview definitely on the dope show and um nice to sit down and talk hip-hop and movies with you once again oh yeah without a doubt man i mean it's only a few months ago but so much has you know come up since then you've got a new ep out and you know universal tongues was, was still you know at the time was new most people who haven't heard it it's going to be a new project as well but i mean two projects you know coming out back to back talk about the concept of this french connection because when i first saw it you know the visuals you're putting up on instagram i was like yeah this is some grimy <laughs> universal tongues is grimy too right. but this is like on that next like 70s level like some really old school grime yeah that's that's what i like about it um master conga you could just tell as far as the style and the sound like the hip-hop beats the sound like you said like some old school style like mafia type style beats like how Coogee rapping them used to rap over back in the day and Nas and whatnot. And um, that was just like his little style, signature sound, especially because his name Master Conga. And on some of the beats, you can actually hear, you know, the Conga drums. So right. that's another one of his signature sounds. And, you know, he's a French producer from um, France and whatnot. So it's just another dope, you know, a way to branch out and just you know, spread my, my roots as far as hip-hop goes, as far as collaborating with more people from overseas. And that's just the whole beautiful thing about it. You know, none of us speak the same language, but, you know, we're speaking the same language through hip-hop. And that's just the most beautiful thing about the whole bigger picture. Yeah, your last album, Universal Tongues, which we talked about the last time you were here, you know, that's with Manzu Beats over in Spain and Italy, and now this one with your man from France, Master Conga. How is it that you're getting connected with dudes over there and it just sounds like the production coming from overseas is just man they really got that grimy sound to it for sure yeah that's the crazy part you know just listening to their sound you could tell that like you know it's almost like the 90s was this last year or something you know what i mean just how they could just pick up off that sound and not only like they're not copying nobody they had like master Conquer, he sounds totally different from me and Zubi. And um, there's another producer named Bonzer Beats. He did the artwork for French Connection, but he made beats too. Right. And like, there's just all these dope producers and like um, Dreyard, he reached out to me a while back. I did a verse, like he's coming out with a compilation with a bunch of dope underground artists from everywhere. And that, like, that's just the time that we're on right now is just with the internet and the underground moving up and you got Griselda and you got 38 Spesh and all these other dudes is, you know, Royce the 5'9", all these dudes like bringing hip hop back in the forefront. And not only that, but at the same time, you got underground MCs like myself and so many others. It's like we're really showing that sound and that style that, like you said, that gutter, that gritty sound in New York. Right, right. That really all would come back to that, that, that East Coast hip hop sound. Yeah, and the first uh, visuals, I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, was Salute a Real One, right? The first video you had off of yeah, this salute one? Yeah, Man, first of all, being in Chicago, Salute on the Bulls hat, I saw that in the video. And somebody was wearing Jordans, right? Yeah, I was wearing Jordans. That was you? Okay, I wasn't sure whose feet they were, but I thought I, thought I saw a pair of Jordans in the background. Yeah, I said it in my verse. I said something about the um, first 11 Concords, a mall for. So I told my video guy to make sure I get, you know, get a good shot of my sneakers and whatnot. There it is. That's, that's what I like to do. Um, have nice, like, B-rolls. Like, especially in that video, you saw a lot of stuff throughout the um, studio and my dad's house. That's where I usually record at. And it's just a, just, you know, just a dope way to show how I, you know, create my music. Because that's really what it, you know, I was really trying to 
portraying that video as well as just bring all my lyrics to life. Yeah, I like the color effect too. It had kind of like a blue hue to it or something. It was really cool how the, the color vibe was when you watched that video. It felt like underground and, and grimy, but at the same time had like a different feel to it. You know, not just some alley shit or something, it. you know. <laughs> yeah, the, um, my video guy, he, uh, he brought some lights and whatnot. He's just, uh, he's real professional. You know, he, he definitely um knows what he's doing, especially since he just like, He's been doing it for a while, but it's not like he's been doing it for like 20 years or anything like that. So he's still fairly new to this, but uh, he's really good at what he does. Yeah, and salute a real one. Salute to your pops, Greg Nice, man. We talked about him last time you were on. You know, he's goes way back in the hip-hop scene, so definitely salute. Yeah, much love to pops. Um, we are working on something right now. Trying to, um, like I'm finishing a project with my brother, Severely Familiar Part 2, and my dad, he hit me up and you know, sent me some beats and he said he wanted to work on another project and um I'm wrapping up Universal Tones too right now. Like I'm like halfway in. I just gotta finish recording. I'm on I'm gonna have some features this time too, just to mix it up. But it's just um I'm just trying to stay working, you know? I got a you know, a lot of attention. I got my buzz growing. So I figure I just keep keep the foot to the pedal and just keep it pushing. And I'm sure it's easy to get him to help you out with beats too, or, or vice versa for him to ask you to <laughs> to work on something for his beats, you know, because you guys obviously, he just like, hey, come on, <laughs> work with me on this one. It's, it's not like you're trying to reach out right. to a producer you're not familiar with or something or, or vice versa, him trying to find an MC. So I'm sure the collaboration is very easy, especially in this whole COVID era too. Yeah, and like you said, like working with people that you're familiar with, like I got a good relationship with Mantle Beats now and of course my brother and my dad, they made beats, so I'm just, you know, sticking with the home team pretty much, as well as, like, um, the rappers. That I, like, one feature I'm coming up with on Universal Tongues 2, he's a new guy that I'm working with, Man. but as far as the other features, it's just going to be familiar dudes that you've already seen on my previous project, especially if you're um, severely familiar use the same features I use for that project. Man. As far as, like, um, somebody from the cloth and my homeboy, Katona P, he's from the Bronx, but uh, he just put out a project with Pablo Brown Beats from um, South Africa, who's a pretty dope producer. Like, they've been making some noise with their project called African, so definitely want to work with my bro again, because uh, I got a dope beat that I definitely hear him on. Yeah. Universal Times, like, I sent a couple tracks to uh, Manza Beats, and he really was feeling it. And I already got one feature out the way with the new artist, who's a... Uh, I don't want to give his name out yet because it's going to be a dope surprise, but I know people are going to like it for sure, for sure. So oh, man. Forward to that one. Yeah. And that's going to drop uh, sometime early next year, you think, or got a time frame for that yeah, one? Yeah, next year. Like, the first project is on um, Severely Familiar Part 2 because, uh, like, I was already working on that prior to all of this, but I've been taking my time with it. Like, I just um, left the studio. I was with my brother and my dad. And uh, we just, you know, listened to all the tracks we got from my brother's project, and um, it sounded pretty well. And uh, we pretty much done. I just laid my last verse down, and um, I'm going to get my brother to rap, because he makes these and he rap too. And I want to showcase that on this next project, and it's definitely coming out real well, for sure. Man. And I know when I saw the title of this one, you know, The French Connection, I'm a fan of that movie. Although it's been a while since I've seen it, I'm, a, I'm assuming you've seen it too. And some of the. Recently. Yeah. What, what do you think of it? It holds up a little bit. There's that whole that scene where they're going under the train tracks. That's a good chase scene. That's like considered one of the best, you know, uh, chase scenes of all time in cinema history. Yeah. Eugene Hackman. 
Yeah. I think that was one of his breakout roles. Yeah, and rest in peace to Roy Scheider from Jaws, as most people know him from. He was also in that movie. Yeah, just an obvious title, of course, because, you know, Master Congo over in France, and you're over here, the, the French Connection is a perfect name for it. But, uh, yeah, the movie right. probably gives you some... Uh, that's how, that's yeah. how I came up with the movie, because I, I just came up with French Connection, then I seen the movie, and I have Amazon, so I was like, you know, let me just watch this and check it out. And it was a dope, dope little mob flick, especially since I never really right. seen that one. And I've seen a lot of mob movies like Goodfellas. It's all all the classic ones I've seen and got them as well on DVD. And that was just one of the ones I haven't seen. And it was just dope. You know, I'm doing a project with somebody from France and now. I'm watching this movie and it's just everything is coming together. I got other producers in France hitting me up and it's just, you know, it's just a dope thing. Like I said, just using hip hop, everybody coming together, working on some, working on art. And the crazy thing is, you know, you said you had not seen the movie when you're making this project and it feels like a 70s cop film or, or like a mafia movie, like yeah. you're saying. So it's, to me, like, that's pretty cool that the movie's from that era, too. So it all kind of works together. It's almost like it's supposed to happen that way. Like, it's all aligned, you know, the name of the, the, name of the movie, the name of the album, the feel of it, the feel right. of that movie. And then, like, uh, like I told you before, with Spit of the Light, after our interview, that was, like, literally the last song. And um, that's kind of how I got the idea. You asked me the question as far as, oh, like... Oh, man. S- salute. that I grew up listening to, like, my top MC favorite albums and projects and um right it all came together man thanks for the writing credit no, <laughs> no, no doubt man for real, for real. that's man. how like um that's how i do it like my dad he'll send me a beat and like yo you need to rap about this or have this topic or have this concept man you know it's just like when you was in class your teacher tell you have you know give you a writing assignment like i was always good at that so I'm just using that, you know what I mean, to my writing, yes. as far as writing music. Yeah, speaking of teachers, Karis One was one of the main ones we brought up that day too, and uh, because he introduced yeah. your album, he was the first voice I believe you, you heard when the when the album kicks in. And yeah, Karis right. One is easily, and he's got some new music out by the way. I just watched the new video of his. I just yeah, I saw one of the videos. It was called Black Black Black. That one, yep, that one. And there was another one he dropped. Yeah, the other one I, I saw the video was like in a studio. I'm trying to remember what it was called. I only saw it the one time, but it's it's definitely about what's going on now. He's obviously you know affected as we all are by what's happening with recent events so he's definitely inspired to put that pen to the paper and come out with that you know what we expect harris wanted to do to speak on what's happening that's pretty cool so yeah we talked about a lot of the mcs you were influenced by and, and grew up on and such so let's talk about that album spit is delight that's another one on this french connection ep so many references man you talk about Gangstar. you say some uh, tupac lines in there public enemy yeah, all, all the like, greats um, man <laughs> like even with uh the second verse i was like the grandmaster the Casanova, spit is delight which is the name of the song but it's like a while ago grandmaster cast i saw him it might have been a black interview or one of them interviews he was talking about how he actually wrote rapper's delight so that's yep. why i wanted to make sure i put that in there just to pay homage to him and that's what, like, like you said that's really what it's all about like i had a line about biggie tupac then the whole on public enemy and this this not only that, that i'm doing punchlines and i'm you know showing love to all these rappers but it's like I'm kind of like telling the story as well with my punchline, and that's that's kind of how I brought that all together. 
That's why I really like that track. That's like one of my favorite tracks on the project. And it's gotten a lot of love, like a lot of DJs and playing it. Man, I could see a visual for that one too. Are you thinking about doing something? Because obviously you could do a lot of clips and such from all the artists you named and name checked in that one. That would be dope. I didn't think about doing a visual for that, but I, I definitely could. That wouldn't even be hard. Nah. There's many ways I could like flip that and incorporate like you said, all the rappers while I'm doing punchlines and stuff like that about the rappers, I definitely could. There's many ways I could bring that to life as far as bringing it into the video. So I might do that. Yeah, you know, definitely have to look for that. And that is pretty slick how you did that with the the Grandmaster Kaz reference. Because I did remember seeing an interview. He said something to the effect of he threw a book of rhymes at, um, what's his name? Big Bang Hank. And it's like, here, go ahead and use whatever you want. And I think that's essentially how rappers are like, you know, his verse came yeah. about. He just was basically redoing his his rhyme book in, in that song. So like you just said, Spitter's Delight, Rapper's Delight. That's a really, I didn't even catch that. Now, now I'm, every time I hear it, I'm going to definitely notice that. Yeah, that's, that's what I try to do. I always try to drop a few jewels. Not everything that I rap about, yeah, no. I always try to put some some knowledge and instrument, not just punch lines and stuff like that. Because like anybody could do that. It's all these rappers rapping about stuff they don't even live. And like me, I just I could still rap some hard stuff and not even be so negative with it. You know, what I mean, I don't even have to rap about drugs or guns. And you know, my verse still gonna be just as hard as the next person. So that's what I try to do. Definitely. No doubt. And we talked about it last time. Your dad, Greg Nice, he's a, he's a DJ. So you grew up in probably a lot of them old school records that maybe, you know, when you were growing up were considered really old, but you probably were still exposed to a lot of the classics from the 70s, 80s. Yeah, exactly. Like, just growing up, just like, like I said, KRS-One, that's one of my favorite, you know, artists. And technically, you know, he shouldn't be considering my age. You know, it wasn't like I was, you know old enough to, you know, understand what he was rapping about around at that time when he was in his prime. But at the same time, as just growing up, listening to that type of music. And then when you get older, you know, you listen to the music that you want to listen to. So I was still listening to old school music as well as the current music. And that's what, you know, influenced my, my rapping skills, just growing up, listening to Outkast, to Pac, all these different artists, Wu-Tang, there's so many different artists, you know, I incorporate that into my music. That's why my style and my sound, like I switch up my flow on every beat, uh, every project. It's because I know so many pockets and cadences as far as flowing and rapping. To you know, I've created my own styles just by listening to other artists. I think that's what you're supposed to do, being a rapper. Oh, for sure, man, without a doubt. And, th- and speaking of the old school, did you catch any of the Too Short versus E40 or any of the verses that they've that, been doing? I didn't catch that one. I might try to catch like a, a little YouTube clip of it later on because I didn't get to see it. It's been so busy. Yeah, I didn't see it either, but I, all day I've been you know, going on Instagram, Facebook, and everybody's commenting about it. I'm like, I guess I missed out because I didn't see it either. But off the top of my head without watching it, I mean, I automatically think Too Short would have won because he has like just so many years he of... First, like, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people saying E40 with me personally. I would have said Too Short too, because that's just like my cousins. They they used to listen to Too Short. I'm more familiar with them. I, I I don't know. I guess I like his music more. Right. Just because of that. Everybody knows Freaky Tales, right? <laughs> right. That. Blowjob Betty. Um, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so many. Uh, the Ghetto. There's so many tracks yeah. that he had. As far as E40, I don't really know too many tracks. Yeah, the Sprinkle Me one is that pops up in my head immediately. But after that, it's kind of a blur. I give them. I, I give them both. Go. Yeah, yeah. I'll give them both credit, especially E40. Like he's found a way to stay relevant when the style and the sound keeps changing over all the years. They still are. You know, they're still relevant. People still care. Right. That's so. the dope part. 
I think he just dropped the project, or I've seen a music video, so he's about to come out with a project, B40. Right. And he definitely has a and style like that's they, unique. Um, they're doing a super group, too. Him, Ice Cube, Too Short, I think E40. Damn. Somebody else, too. Yeah, I know. It's like a West Coast super group. Yeah. Waiting on that. Hopefully it comes through, because, you know, most of the time, like, they don't never come out with it. So many, like, politics have been going into that. Like, um, Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, they were supposed to drop a project. Right. Together, but that never came out. Like, um, Little Wayne and Joel, they were supposed to come out. Even though it did, like, it was like a the bootleg mixtape version, but the actual official album never came out. Man, I didn't hear about that. That's, um, you got yeah, three heavyweights good. right there, you know, representing oh, the West Coast. Yeah. Oh, the West Coast one? Yeah. Yeah, Cube, that's, that's, E-40, that's and Too Short. talking about that. I think, yeah, Ice Cube, I believe Ice Cube, E-42 short. Man. I'm not sure if Snoop was in it, but I know Ice Cube was. Man, get Spice One in there if you really want to get down to the uh, that hard Bay Area shit. i put him in there, but. No, I'd rather have Spice One come back out with MCA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The past couple of years. Uh, yeah, that project with DJ Premier. Man. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, MC8, it's like you never would have known this dude is, you know, how old he is now. He's still ripping it just as well as anybody else. Yeah, salute to MC8. But you're right. He had a track on Conway just recently. Oh, for real? I I got to look that up. I didn't know they had a song together. Yeah, they got a video for Oh, wait a minute. You know, you, correct. I I did see that now. Yeah, I do. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's that's right. That was that was a banger. Like you said, with Premier, I mean, anybody that works with Premier or Pete Rock, those are like the two dudes, like, you know. You work with somebody, you know it's going to come out. It's going to be nothing but fire right. for sure. We're talking with M. Doc Diego about the French Connection EP with Master Conga and another track on the EP, French Connection, you know, just like the name of the album. Talk about that joint and that one, you know, again, grimy as hell as all the rest of them, but this one for sure is definitely on that that grimy uh, underground hip-hop style. Yeah, like the, the beat definitely was like that old-school hip-hop style, and that's how I came off on it, just, just trying to attack the beat and just, using like a nice little flow and punchlines as well as tell like a story. And then um, I also wanted to incorporate the actual French language this time into the project because I'm working on, a, you know, working with a French producer and um, he used some sound bites for the, you know, the hook. And that, it came out pretty dope. I definitely liked it. I was going to say, you're going to try to rap in French too or no? <laughs> no, I did... Uh, I said bone after teeth. There like, you go. That was like my only French word. And um, I did a because like I, I like to use proverbs and um in my raps. Like I might use African proverbs. I might use American proverbs with universal tongues. I use the Italian proverb. I think on um Portray a Man might have been Portray a Man or the Offering. I think I use a, a, a Italian proverb. Right. And on um hip hop horror story. I forgot exactly what I said, but I said something about you can see. But what led up to that, that was a whole French proverb. And I, that's uh, that's what I like to do. It's like my whole, the flow, most people just be, you know, they hear the flow, they hear the punchlines. But if you really listen to my words and break down what I'm saying, I really be saying some stuff. Like either I'm telling a story <laughs> yeah, man. or I'm dropping knowledge or like, like I said, I'm dropping proverbs. And there's um, just how I incorporate that, especially with a uh, hip hop horror story. And then, um, like the French connection, just how I was flowing on that. It's just like that just brought the project just to life. Because the first track was, um, that I recorded was Salute a Real One. Like, I already knew that was going to be a single. So after that, I just had to piece it together. And I really, even though it's four tracks, like 
sound like almost like a complete album. It's just how the beats and the lyrics go together. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, man. And I could see with that Rosetta Stone, you know, learning some French real quick, you know, trying to <laughs> trying to get a verse ready. Man, I got to talk about the, the other banger on this album, Hip Hop Horror Story. And uh, the visuals for that one, you know, with all the, the, the scenes from different horror flicks. And uh, I'm a big Friday 13th Jason fan. So when I saw that, when he did that slash, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is this right here. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to watch this one a couple times. Talk about uh, that right. record and, and the visuals. Yeah, like um, like when I heard the beat, it was just, you know, it's crazy. And um, I recorded it. I sent it to him and he was feeling it. But he was like, you know. I want I want a hook because I didn't have that little hook part at the end where I was like hip hop horror story make them get familiar no you can't ignore me like those last four bars when I repeated them like I added that in there just to make the song more fuller and uh, it just it came out dope and it's like like I said I'm dropping jewels in there like like most people just hearing punchlines when I'm really saying something and um like. There was one line where I was talking about this, the industry, and I was like, these, uh, the corporation, uh, you know, I said something about, you know, their bloodthirsty businesses, you know, they try to bleed dry. Basically, you're talking about how the industry try to drain you and, you know, use you, but I'm calling them like vampires. And that's, that's yeah. all incorporating into the hip hop horror story. And then Bonds are beats from France. That's on Master Conga's homeboy. And he makes beats as well as he does dope visuals and artwork because he did um, artwork cover for the project as well as he did the hip hop horror story. He's just mad dope. And just how he put it all together. Like you don't even have to tell him anything. You just give him the name of the project and give him the name of the song and give him a couple ideas. And he's just on from there. Like the only thing I told him is like when I said, um, when I talked about King Kong and Godzilla, I was like, make sure you put that in there. And I <laughs> right. think that's after that. After that, he just took it and went off from there. That's why I think he made the project out of all the video, how he made it. Just off of, you know, those two ideas. And it was just mad dope. Just like he was, we was talking about on Instagram, how he got all our favorite horror movies and, yeah. and put it together. It's so dope, though. It's just because it, they, they, some of them overlap on each other. And he got even horror movies that I ain't even seen yet. And I'm like, oh, I might have to go check this out. So it's right? just, just real dope. This is dope how he put it together. And being a big uh, zombie George Romero fan, Night of the Living Dead at the end of it gets a nice little right. extended play. Because <laughs> the daughter, I, I mean, spoiler, it was from like the 60s. So come on, if you haven't seen it already. But when she's when she, the daughter is stabbing the mom with the, the gardening yeah. tool over and over and over, it, it works so well with the beat, the way it kind of ends in the song. Yeah, salute. Right. That one sets crazy. Right. He really, he really he really put that together like mad dope yeah because i was thinking like man you must have given like a laundry list like all right i want to see this in there i want to see that in there and you just said it was just godzilla and king kong and the rest he put together and obviously no yeah, gripes <laughs> yeah he did it all like i sent the lyrics to him and he did it all himself it was, it was dope man what are some of your favorite uh horror flicks i mean i'm guessing a lot of the ones included in that video are in there but name some off the top man that that definitely stick with you Definitely, like, my all-time favorite would be uh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, like, nice. the first few ones. Yeah. Um, Halloween. I like all the Halloween. Even the new Halloween. Like, I just like the Halloween franchise. That's that's probably my all-time favorite. 
definitely Friday the 13th, Chucky. Like, I had all the Chucky DVDs. I got most of them, actually. Like, yeah, I, I kind of tapped out once he started getting married or something, like Bride of Chucky. I don't think I saw any of those, but... Yeah, I, I saw all the new ones. Like, are they, they good are still? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's still good. Like, like these newer movies, they're not scary like they used to be, but, like, they're fun. they got the funny, you know, they always had funny scenes in the horror movies back right. in the day so they still got that and they got the gore they got all the special effects it's just like I, like we talked about before it's the writing the writing ain't, ain't as good as it used to be yeah. the suspense ain't as good like they all focus on the technology and the new effects right not concerned about the writing and building suspense and even like with michael myers that was a real cheap movie but they they put it off surface even though it was cheap. Yeah, and without that first Halloween, the, the very first one, you wouldn't have Friday yeah, the, the 13th. Yeah, you wouldn't. Friday the 13th would not exist. I mean, they pretty much admitted that they were biting, you know, the whole Michael Myers thing. You know, the point of view of the killer is the camera, basically, and you're seeing it through their eyes. And, uh, and like, Halloween was really made to scare the video people like they was like they had like a festival or some some type of get together where all the you know the top movie people horror movie people would come and you know it would scare them like it was so good and so scary that they actually put it out oh man yeah that's that movie still gets me and i've seen halloween i don't know 30 40 times and there's that one scene where he where um he just kind of like off in the shadows and that one always gets me because it's like some boogeyman shit because you know, there's always that chance. Yeah. And, you know, if you listen to French Connection while you're you're walking by some dark areas, you know, now you got a soundtrack for that scare. But, you know, you look out the window right. and see that dude standing there. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's what always made those scares. Yeah. It's like, um, my mom was like, that was the main movie that made her go home and check up under her bed and check her closet. <laughs> right, that's how scary it was. The thing about Halloween, too, I always think, I know you've seen the movie Juice. I'm assuming you've probably seen that before. Oh, yeah, Juice. There's yeah, a I scene in that that reminds you of Halloween where, where Tupac's character Bishop's coming out of the shadows. He's going to try and pull a gun on GQ, and he comes out the shadows behind him. And every time I see that scene, it reminds me of Michael Myers coming out of the shadows. So I don't know if they did that to pay homage, but in my brain, that's what I think of. So, connecting hip hop and yeah, horror. Most most people they be they like uh, incorporate you know other movies into their movies, especially on um, writers' books and stuff. They incorporate a lot of authors and a lot of lines and so, sometimes characters. They incorporate that into their own little masterpiece. That's what you know makes it better. Just like a rapper, right? They incorporate on you know certain styles or. They might flip a punchline just to bring their art to life. Man, what's the reception been for French Connection? I'm I'm assuming you've got nothing but praise on this one. Yeah, I got a lot of love for this one. I don't, it's just weird because, like, uh, with Universal Tons, like, we had help. Like, we had a, um, a publisher. Shout out to Jerry. He, uh, he hooked uh, our Big up Jerry. Yeah, together. yeah. Big up to Jerry. And um, this one with the French Connection, it was just me and Master Conga, like, we was just pushing it ourselves. And it's just, like, just the love and the feedback we got from it was just, you know, definitely a beautiful thing because this really was just, you know, he hit me up and he was like, he liked Universal Times and he just wanted to put out just a four-track, you know, EP just to see what it do. And it, you know, it did a lot. He definitely did a lot. We got a lot of good response just as much as from on just as much as a good response from Universal Tones, we got the same with French Connection. So I say we did uh, pretty well. Oh yeah, and I think you guys just hit the tip of the iceberg with this one since you said it's only like the four songs. You know, I would 
I would definitely be, you know, be up for hearing another version or, or some more songs in this kind of style, like a French Connection. I think there was a French Connection part two. I think there were two movies. I don't believe Hackman was in the second one. I could be wrong about that, but I do believe there was a second movie, so I wouldn't be shocked to see you guys come back with something even grimier. Oh, yeah, we definitely got to um, do something for sure, for sure, because we are... Uh... We talked about that. Just because the project was so well, we just um, want to make sure we keep pushing this one, definitely, for sure. Man, no doubt. M. Doc Diego, go check out that new album, the EP, French Connection with Master Conga, and definitely check out the you know the stuff from early in the year. We can't sleep on Universal Tongues at Manzu Beats, and of course, Bobby and Huey. That was what, back in uh, May that came out? Yeah, May, yeah. It wasn't even planned. That's the crazy part. Like The original plan was the barely familiar part, too. That's what I've been slowly working on all this year. And then, you know, my dad, he hit me up right after I wrapped up Universal Times. He hit me up with um, Bobby and Huey and made that in seven days after I was pushing Universal Times. And, you know, that started slowing down just a little bit. Then it started picking up. And then Master Kanga hit me. And I don't know, it's just been taking off, just been getting a good, you know, response and got dope supporters like yourself that's, you know, helping me push. Appreciate that. Yeah, Man. appreciate you. And, yeah. Um, gotta just, you know, I just gotta keep pushing it. That's how I feel. Like, I feel like, you know, that opportunity, that, that big chance is like right around the corner. That's why I just keep going so hard. Like, like I said, years ago, I dropped one single and then I put out a mixtape. Then it just kept taking off from there. And now I'm featured on that major blogs and, you know, Master Kanga, he just dropped a project with um, GFM Black right before he dropped with me. and Manzo Beats, he dropped a project with uh, YNX716, I believe his name, from Buffalo. He's a dope, dope rapper. Oh, right. And um, Jamal Gasol, he's from Niagara Falls. He's a you know, dope rapper. Who man, that area up there, there. That, that North New York, man. No, no, right. He's That's not playing thing, up there. It's, like, it's just beautiful, man. It's beautiful, man. It's seeing all these you know artists from upstate New York just really doing their thing. Just from the underground period, you know what I mean? Because it's this real hip-hop that's being represented now and, like, people supporting it. That's just, that's the most important thing, for sure. Yeah, and I had uh, Mafioso on here from Syracuse. So, yeah, that area, man, you guys are really bringing it without a doubt, man. Salute to upstate New York, man. Right, big shout-out to upstate New York. Yeah. Well, big up for coming on the show, M. Doc Diego, man. There's not a lot of people have been on here more than once, so you're in a, an exclusive elite club. So <laughs> salute Appreciate to M. Doc Diego. Man. Yeah, man. Where can people find your album, past albums, and follow you on social media? Definitely check me out. Instagram, familiar underscore doc, as well as um, French Connection that's available on Bandcamp with Master Kanda, um, Bobby and Huey, Universal Tongues, um, Severely Familiar Part 1. That's all available on major streaming, um, Facebook and Twitter, just M.Diego. And, you know, I'm everywhere. Visuals everywhere. Salute a real one as this dropped. Hip-hop horror stories just dropped. You know, just look me up on YouTube, M.Diego. You know, um, just be on the lookout for Severely Familiar Part 2 and Universal Tongues Part 2 beginning of next year for sure. Man, and I saw in Bandcamp you actually get two instrumentals too when you buy the French Connection EP. So, you know, yeah. if you like those beats, supporting the artists. Yeah, man, Bandcamp, definitely big, big, big supporter Bandcamp. I love their app and, you know, getting all the good music on there. So salute. But yeah, big up for for you coming on here, M-Doc, man. Always got a spot big whenever you got you, something. Man. Yeah, yeah, always, man. And let me know if you need any more ideas. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, man, definitely look forward to hearing some new stuff and let us know when you got some projects coming out. You said you got some some things coming out early next year, right? Yeah, I'm um, trying to do severely familiar. You know, late January and um, probably around March time, I dropped Universal Times to just keep pushing from there. Me and my dad we working on the project again, so. Might drop that around May, like last uh, this year. Keep on a lookout. Get familiar. M. Doc Diego here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Man, salute again. Thanks for coming on the show. And like I said, anytime you got something else coming, get at me. We'll definitely promote it, dude. All right, man. Appreciate you, man. Much love. No doubt. Yeah, it's always cool when somebody comes back. I've had a lot of multiple guests on here. I've had a lot of return guests on here. And M. Doc Diego is one of uh, many in that list. I can name them all. I mean, there's probably like four or five. Griffin Scorsese been on twice. Zilla Rock has been on twice. Salute, a real one. DJ Real One, he's been on twice. Uh, Tony O.T., uh, he's in the list there. So the next one that's three will definitely be in Uncharted Waters, exclusive territory, whatever you want to call it. But let's go ahead and get into another song off this French Connection EP. This, I, I'm telling you guys, just go get this. This is really that, that underground shit that I like to hear. And we talked about this in the interview, hip-hop horror story. The visuals on this one are really good. I, I definitely urge you to go to YouTube and type it in and watch the visuals of it because it really enhances it. He has a lot of clips from different horror flicks from the past. But right here, let's go ahead and listen to the song, Hip Hop Horror Story from the French Connection EP. This is M. Doc Diego and Master Conga here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Master from the underground Master Congo on the drums They called us black dragons, we was the conquerors It's ironic, but we called ourselves guys that made Godzilla King Kong to the pit, what they fearing us But ain't no fearing us When disaster strikes, we so dangerous Survivors from the struggle, ain't no changing us Insidious sounds, but this record blow, I conjure down You whack rappers need to calm it down You do it for likes, I do it for the love Hope you got it now These corporations, blood suckers, big bitches is trying to bleed you dry. I see you guys fighting on my demise with evil eyes. Hell, I strive. He who lives, I'll see. Dead presidents, money on my mind with my top. You can't run, you can't stop me. You cop. It's a dynamic composition, poppy. Dark side, watch the step you get left. By the house on the left, monster from the underground. As I crap, stuck up on the game. Now I'm beast and flow insane. Black American psycho, lost in the brain. Mr. Glass, unbreakable with my fam, I split math Cake flow, Sweeney Todd, rappers in the mystery box of this bake show Bone Appetite, hip-hop horror story, you know me, get familiar D.O.C. Ok, j'attends la chute de la blague Just some tales from the dark side New slaves, the game looking like a far thigh Hip-hop, horror story Make them get familiar No, you can't ignore me uh, 
just some tales from the dark side. New slaves of game looking to park die. Hip hop horror story. Make them get familiar. No, you can't ignore me. I have no more to lose. No more My life is not more than an immense committee. Rock Abraham over here, my man Mark Infinite Banter podcast. Check it out. Peace. So, I wanted to talk about the big news from Disney Plus. They've got a bunch of new series coming out, and the ones that obviously that I'm interested in and that I want to talk about here are the ones that are Marvel and Star Wars related. There's a lot, it's like over 20 shows. And uh, I joked about this on the Sports Life and Hip Hop podcast that I was on. And like I said, you can go check them out, just go to YouTube and type it up, and you'll find it on there. There's too many shows. I don't know how I'm gonna have time to watch all this. I could barely watch The Mandalorian, you know, because I got a little one here, and it's just, it's just not easy, but I'll find a way. So I'm going to pick out a couple that I'm definitely looking forward to watching and seeing these more than they're not all going to hit. Some of these are going to are going to flop. Some of them won't be as good as you expect. Maybe the ones you think are going to be good are going to be not not so great. So I just worry about oversaturated, like you're flooding the market with shows from one brand and it might get to be too much. Like, you you know, as long as the quality is there, I'll watch 10 shows. I mean, it's going to be hard to catch them all. So one that really caught my attention was it's called Andor based on Cassian and Andor. Or if you watched Rogue One, which is one of my favorite of the newer Star Wars flicks, it's going to obviously be a prequel going back to before Rogue One. Spoiler, he doesn't make it. Uh. <laughs> and it says Diego Luna is going to come back and play the role. That's exciting because, you know, we don't know a lot about his character, except that he he worked for the Rebellion and, you know, he, he kind of was an assassin for them. He was taking people out, doing his thing, kind of saw the other side of it towards the end of Rogue One. We all know how the story goes. So we get to see maybe how he came into that. Like, what brought him to that role? Uh, there's also an Obi-Wan Kenobi show that's coming out, and Ewan McGregor's going to be on it. The one that part of it that gets me a little, I'm not so sure on, is that Hayden Christensen's coming to play Darth Vader, which I don't even know what that means because Darth Vader's wearing a mask. So, what is this? Is this kid voicing it? Like, I'm not really sure how that's going to work, but it says he's part of it. So, I, I, I don't know. I have some like mixed reviews on that as far as like how I feel it's going to be, but I mean, Ewan McGregor's really good. So, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I mean, it's not even a doubt, but there's a lot of people excited to hating Christensen's coming back. I thought people didn't like this guy. So, are, are they having revisionist history and now they like this dude? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but maybe he's going to be playing uh, some flashback scenes of Darth Vader before he had on, you know, the helmet and everything. We'll see how that is. Yeah, Ahsoka, who was on The Mandalorian for an episode. I'm not sure if she's done with that series, but we're going to see her in her own show, and that's pretty exciting. They introduced her on The Mandalorian, and the anticipation is, is that she will be on a new show, and that's exactly what is happening. There is a Lando Calrissian show, and it doesn't say here if Donald Glover's playing him or not, so I'm a little skeptical on how this show's going to be, because if you don't know who's going to play him, like, what era of Lando is this? I'm sure it's not going to be 
Lando, the couch years, you know, Billy D. Williams just kind of hanging out, chilling, you know, calling up old chicks from uh, other galaxies and such. Because they, they kind of made him all pimped out in that last, <laughs> the, the Rise of Skywalker. They, they I, I don't know what they were doing there, but I, I, I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, because it's Lando. I mean, it's Star Wars. I'm a nerd. I'm going to watch all this stuff. There's some other ones. Uh, there's one called The Bad Batch. It's animated. There's another Clone Wars show, Droid Story, another you know, animated. So, you know, I'm going to watch some of these. Some of them I might watch for a, an episode or two. And if they don't catch my attention, I might, you know, might tap out. And then Marvel, of course, we already know about WandaVision with Wanda and Vision. Obvious title. So, you know, it explains itself. <laughs> we already knew about that. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki. These are shows that have already been announced, so it's not anything new. They might have held these back due to COVID. I'm not really sure if that played a big role in it. Uh, there will be an animated series called What If, and if you read the comic books, the What If was that they take a character, if they put him in a different reality or something else happened, you know, What If. So, like, what if uh, Bruce Banner got bitten by a spider instead? I don't know. So we'll see how that is. That's that's uh, intriguing, at least. There's a Miss Marvel action series coming out, Hawkeye with Jeremy Renner, so that's that's entertaining. That should be good. But here's the one that's got me, is uh, and I talked about it on that episode I did with uh, Chong Wizard and Zilliraka, and that's the one and only Moon Knight. It says here the cast is unannounced, although it's been rumored that Oscar Isaac, who played Poe Dameron in the Star Wars, the recent trilogy, was supposed to be playing Mark Spector, a.k.a. Moon Knight. So that's the one out of all of these. That's the one that's got me the most excited. So there it is. There's a lot there. There's a few I didn't name. I'm not going to name all of them. You, you guys can look it up. Go on the Internet. You know what you do. Go Google that. Yeah, Moon Knight. Uh, the Andor series, the Sokatan series, the Obi-Wan, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of in the middle on it. We'll see how it goes. But uh, definitely big things come in for Disney+. Plus. You have nothing to do. You're stuck in the house. You're going to be watching a lot of shows and then some. Even when this whole vaccine thing is over with, you're going to have to get caught up because there's too many damn shows. So <laughs> big up Disney+. Plus. They're doing their thing. I was hoping I would see something about Luke Cage or Daredevil on here, I guess, uh, since they left Netflix. Yeah, that's it. They don't have anything coming out with them. Once you're done listening to the Infinite Banter podcast, make sure you go check out my friends over at the Dumb Found Dead podcast. Do you enjoy dark comedy, puns, and laughter? If so, come join two good brothers, John and Patrick, as we discuss some of the craziest ways people die. That's so bizarre, strange, and borderline comical, that'll leave you dumbfounded. You can follow this podcast on all major platforms, such as Apple Podcasts. Spotify and many more and make sure to follow us on social media on Instagram at the dumbfounded pod and on Twitter at TDFD pod and remember think ahead don't be dumb found dead what up y'all this is acrobatic you know I possess the inhuman capabilities and right now I'm dropping the infinite banter with my homeboy DJ Soundwave check him out y'all Time for you to leave, assholes. All right, that is Kirk Acevedo telling me it is time to get the hell out of 2020 and this episode, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. Once again, big up to M. Doc Diego. Really appreciate his time. Twice now coming on the show. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, definitely, I can't say it enough. Go check out that French Connection EP. You heard a couple tracks from that EP in here, so that should entice you to go listen to the rest of the album. We'll play one more song from M. Doc, but one from his last album, Universal Tongues. That's the album he was promoting the last time he came on, so definitely want to play a song from that to leave you guys with but before i go 
I cannot leave. This is really important. And, uh, you know, the news struck right when I was getting ready to record here that, uh, I mean, one of my favorite hip hop groups of all time was Houdini. And I saw that Ecstasy had passed away. And, uh, you know, I definitely had to speak on it. I mean, he's he's part of one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. And when I was growing up, I mean, my foundation was Run DMC, LL, Beastie Boys, Fat Boys, Houdini, Cool Modi, UTFO, Dougie Fresh, Slick Rick. I mean, those are like the the main artists that I was listening to at that time. And Houdini is definitely, if I had to make a list of my favorite hip-hop groups and who I think are the greatest hip-hop groups of all time, Houdini is in that conversation. And for me, they're very high on my list. So it really struck me when I saw that XC had passed away. He was only 56 years old. You know, I, I couldn't find anything about any kind of health problems with him. It's just rough, man. I mean, uh, he definitely had that signature sound and that hat, that Zorro hat. I mean, you know, most of us try to wear that hat and we look foolish. But for some reason, he was able to pull that off. You know, uh, man, just so many great songs from Houdini. I mean, easily, you know, some of the greatest classics in this music. Friends, Freaks Come Out at Night, Five Minutes of Funk, which is my favorite Houdini song. Um, I used to always make a joke that all their songs start with F. Uh, Funky Beats. <laughs> you know, they have a lot of great records. Big Mouth. Uh, I can go on and on about Houdini. I got to see them perform two times. The first time was back in like, I want to say it was like 99, 2000. Here in Chicago, there's a place called the Airy Crown Theater. Uh, it was one of those like Legends of Hip Hop tours. It was Houdini, MC Light, Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh, Biz Markie, Big Daddy Kane. And I remember Houdini just tore the house down. I mean, they were easily a highlight of the night. But the second time I saw them was really crazy because I didn't know I was going to be watching Houdini live. Uh, I went to go see Chris Rock. And anybody who knows about his live shows, he'll have, when he's getting ready to do his sets, that'll end up being on a on an hour-long special or something. He'll have music guests, like before he's had Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh open for him while he's doing one of his shows. So we went to go see him in Rosemont. That's a suburb outside of Chicago here. This is for the Don't Kill the Messenger tour. Came out right around the time during the 2008 elections. So he made, had a lot of jokes about Obama and uh, Hillary Clinton. But anyway, Mario Joyner opened for him, which is really cool. I mean, I love Mar- Mario Joyner, really funny dude. But then Houdini came out, and they did a whole, you know, 20 to 30-minute set, and it was just great. I believe my man Dr. Ice, from UTFO was out there breakdancing. It was just incredible. You're just sitting there. I mean, Chris Rock's coming out. This is going to be a great night. And then Houdini comes out, like easily, you know, one of my favorite groups of all time. And I I got a Houdini concert on top of a Chris Rock show. I mean, salute to a real ones right there. That ad is, uh, that was just amazing. I love them dudes. I, I could play their music all day. It doesn't get old. I encourage everybody out there, go out there and listen to some Houdini and just celebrate the life of, of John Fletcher, aka Ecstasy from Houdini. I mean, he really was uh, a trailblazer. With with Houdini, I mean, Magic's Wand, I believe, is the first video in hip-hop history. It's just so, there's so many things that they did that are at the beginning of this whole thing. You know, like I, I'm keep stealing M. Doc Diego's line, salute a real one. Ecstasy definitely gets a big-time salute. All-time great, legend, only 56 years old. And, man, it's only like 10 years or 11 years older than me. So that's, that's kind of scary to think about. It's been a shitty year. 2020 can definitely get the Bozak. You know what I mean? So, all right, that's it for the show. Uh, once again, big up to M. Doc Diego coming on once again. I appreciate it. We'll play one more song from him. This is called The Offering of the Universal Tongues album that he and 
Man Zoo Beats did. And uh, yeah, definitely go check out the show in the past. Got some new ones coming up that I'll be working on. But this is the last one for this season of 2020. The worst year on record that any of us have probably had. 2020 can get the hell out of here, uh, along with Donald Trump. We've got vaccines coming. we got a new president coming. Things hopefully will turn around when that calendar turns. Let's hope so. Hope for the best here. All right, as always, you can find the show on all digital platforms. And definitely follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Infinite Banter. And go on YouTube. Type in Infinite Banter, look up clips, go on Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show. I really, really appreciate it. So stay tuned. 2021, I will have a best of 2020 songs and albums. Definitely happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas, happy new year, all those things, all those holidays, whatever you guys celebrate, represent that. Big up to everybody for listening throughout the year and coming up on two years of the show. So I really appreciate that. I'm going to go watch Die Hard tonight. That's a tradition right here. I was going to name a couple of non-traditional Christmas movies that I tend to watch every year. Die Hard's obviously number one, and then you've got movies like Trading Places, Coming to America, The Ref. These are all movies that take place during Christmas. They're not necessarily Christmas movies, but I don't care. They're movies that I like, so definitely go check those out if you're looking for something that's not a Christmas story playing in constant rotation for a day straight. All right, once again, big up to M. Doc Diego and Manzu Beats right here. This is the offering of their album Universal Tongues. And one more time, rest in peace to John Fletcher, a.k.a. Ecstasy of Houdini. You will be sorely missed. One of the all-time greats in hip-hop history. We definitely remember you, my man. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for checking out the show. Here's the offering from Manzu Beats and M. Doc Diego. And go check out his EP, French Connection. Until I do another show in 2021, I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. And it says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. And let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. When they was talking to something down, I grabbed an ounce. Said I've been here before, never down and out. When there's a will, there's a way, find another route. Where I'm from, they cop a drop of bomb like woes. Don't listen to the rumors, they say you get greater later, trying to see you sooner. Brothers touch down, another one back in Either the money changed you or some dipping in that sack in G-Money fashion, y'all follow the wrong trends We on that good lick, y'all on that cheap lean Turning the zombies and fiends, so many laws on the scene It's a costly thing, nah I mean Get familiar, y'all know me well Brought this off the rim, from the holy grail School of hard knocks, it's time for show and tell When the pressure comes, some rise, some fell Get familiar, y'all know me well Brought this offering from the holy grail School of hard knocks, it's time for show and tell When the pressure comes, some rise, some fell Frontin' like they got it, just bringing attention They watchin' pockets, nowadays niggas like gossip I don't understand it, maybe too much single mother damage Frantic, cause you see you coming but you doing nothing Slave consumers, being a panic buying Don't know nothing about the body or the mind or what to put aside it Sometimes you gotta see peace, you need violence You gotta ride if you wanna make it silent I made options, I ain't wait to get it popping Already locking, we about to get it rocking from the rock of rock in the whole place Young boys give you a headshot Trying to save face Too much pride, don't know how to swallow the taste Rappers trying to come up, they gon' follow my pace Message by the vice and what options to take Get familiar, y'all know me well Brought this offering from the holy grail 
solar hard knocks It's time for show and tell When the pressure comes Some rise, some fell Get familiar, y'all know me well Brought this offering from the Holy Grail School of hard knocks, it's time for show and tell When the pressure comes, some rise, some fell Infinite Banner with my man Mark has been a pleasure.